We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Break out your tears and pack a sandwich, because we're about to go on a field strip. <laughs> pack that sandwich! Pack that sandwich! Pack that it's sandwich. field strip time with Koen no Katachi. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Uh, hello, everybody. Thanks for watching. Hi. Oh, hey. What's uh, up, y'all? Oh, here's the intro music. Oh, yes. Oh, that is just well, some sad ass. Second week in a row, guys. Welcome to Popcorn hey. Talk, featuring movie discussion. Whoa. Oh, are we still going with that? Right. <laughs> All right. What's happening, yes. Anthony? <laughs> it's been. <laughs> that's right. Everybody that's Anthony, our engineer for today, say hello. hello. <laughs> Welcome back. Thanks for watching the Mighty Otaku, guys. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment on iTunes. Hit that thumbs up on YouTube and follow us at The Popcorn Talk. Yay. I am your host, Yume Warlock. You can find me everywhere on the internet at Yume Warlock. And I am joined by our regular hosts... Oh, I'm Maxwell Song. <laughs> I didn't know. I couldn't see from my peripheral in which you made your hand motions. Um, I'm Maxwell Song. You know me from nothing. And uh, you can find me at Max Salt on everything. Hi, I'm Chubby Bunny. You can find me everywhere on the internet at I am Chubby Bunny, especially on Twitch and Instagram. Oh, nice plug. Uh, and this week we are joined by our new co-host. You may have seen her on the internet. Ooh. Say hello to Niku-chan. This is Niku-chan, everybody. It's nice to meet you all. <laughs> I've got to just things. <laughs> just don't worry about it. So this is our new host. Niku-chan, someone asked in chat, she is single. Ready, ready to, to mingle. mingle. If you could see, she's uh, sizzling for some attention. <laughs> that was pretty good. She is a rare catch. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys can't tell by looking, we tried really hard to make this good, like with markers, is that she's a T-bone snake that has eyes and is great and adorable. But no arms or legs. Yes. No, she doesn't need them. I mean, she, does, she just floats because she's so intelligent that she actually has telekinetic powers. Yes. So, it, so not only should you revere her and adore her, you should also fear her power. Yes. She's, <laughs> she's quite the tsun, tsundere steak. Yeah, yeah, she's a tsundere steak. So she's she'll, tough. She'll call you baka before she says that she likes you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, so this Wait, week... are we not going to make all the jokes that we had planned for... <laughs> Wait, we just did up! We just did up! No, there was more! <laughs> there's so many more. There's like ten. <laughs> we oh, practiced. Do we, I mean, we should have wrote these down then. Guys, guys. so this week is <sighs> Anime Expo, and yeah. we are going to be at Destima- Destination Funimation. Hey, there's the little ad there's up us. there. Yes, on Saturday. on Saturday, Saturday, July first, at six thirty p.m. You can come meet all of us, especially Niku-chan. Yeah. Niku-chan's gonna be there. She's gonna be there guys. in her convention gear. I might yeah. add. Yes, we're gonna work on that. I don't know what that means. But. You should also <laughs> donate to her Patreon, and <laughs> if you and if you pay five dollars, you get a fancy, sexy Polaroid. Yes. Ooh. 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 I don't know what that that's means. Some, oh, some sexually rustling sound. The rustling of her skirt that she may Indeed. or may not wear, depending on who finds skirt that fits his pillow. Um, she, uh, also at Destination Funimation uh, at 630, we'll be doing a signing, uh, playing games with you guys, uh, just doing a meet and greet. And then right afterwards, there'll be a big party 
uh, for the 21 and over y'alls um, and free bowling and all on Funimation's time. Yes. So it should be really uh, fun. It is badge free, so you don't need a badge to access the event or the party. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's going to be cool. And you can hear all those. Free party? So free. free yeah. bowling? Well, the booze isn't free, but like everything else is free. Yeah. Like getting in the there is free. The booze is never free, guys. Yeah. The booze <laughs> is never free unless. It's not. It's yes. not. It's just not. <laughs> it's just never free. Yes. In place. It'll be never fun. Free. The bowling no. is free, which is, I think is insane. That's yeah, like that's, nice. That's it's a big bowling alley. That's yeah. a good investment, I so have to say. It's fancy. It should yeah. be fun. But yes, come meet us and Niku-chan on Saturday, Judge. July 1st. This, which is this Saturday. This Saturday, guys. This goddamn this Saturday. Saturday. This yeah. Saturday, well, when AX is happening. Um. And not to mention, there's a lot of other people that are coming. Um, I know Leo's going to be there. Yes. Leo uh, is the official host of the parties. Yes. Uh, Leo so Camacho. And, uh, from Disney Movie News. If you guys don't know him, he's also on this network. Yeah. And uh, Wes will be there. He's uh, uh, Wesley IRL. Wes IRL. You know, he's been on our show a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, I believe from Jesus Smosh? Christ. Jesus Christ will be there. Okay. Jesus our Christ. Lord and Savior. Our Lord and Savior. Savior. Perfecto. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, didn't but know he was a weeb. But yeah. Didn't know he was a weeb. Dude, he loves that. <laughs> well, so for Anime Expo, a couple. So Max, you're gonna be kind of MIA. You're pretty busy, huh? But you're gonna I be there. I might be there. I'll try to be there. But if I'm not there, have fun anyway. In in in. But then we also have Niku Chan here. So yeah. obviously, is a way better conversationalist than me. Aww. Honestly, like yeah, I Aww. would go there for her. Don't go there for me. <laughs> so come and meet Niku-chan. Um, but uh, at AX, what else do you guys do? We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Anything fun? Cosplaying? You may you're going um, as well? I will probably be there all four days just hanging out. I will be cosplaying on Monday with Michelle and our friend Lauren, who may, be, may or not be in chat, um, as the Kobayashi Dragon Maid. Kobayashi-sama's hey. Dragon awesome. Maido. Yes. I'm going oh. as Toru. I will be Lukoa. And I will be at home. Yay! Working. We did invite Over him to come weekend. cosplay with us. Yeah. But, um, I did. Unfortunately, I had some. Well, you can still get the costume. We do work. photos some other time. I, I mean, I could definitely. I'll, I'll. I guess yeah. Then I would. It's be It's like Fafnir. a black wig and a fucking black jacket. Yeah, like, that's I'd be all his costumes. And it just like. Uh, and then anyway, on Sunday, I will be. Sunday, I will be dressing up as a casual diva from Overwatch with uh, our diva. friend Mandy from HD Films. Uh, video, video games talk live is our show. Uh, she will be Sombra, so look out for me. Yeah. Oh, dope. Also, if you guys want to see me at Anime Expo the rest of the time, the the, the hours 9 a.m. through 6 p.m., I will be at the Roulette Kuma booth uh, located in the Merchant's Hall. They don't call that anymore. Exhibition Hall, exhibition I think, hall. in yeah. South Hall. Uh, it's a big goddamn booth. There's no way you can't find it. It'll be like little, literally in the middle, like back three rows, enormous. Uh, you can meet Roulette Kuma, hang out with me, get some free shit, do a scavenger hunt, shop in our cool store. You know all that cool stuff. Yeah. Come by. So see you guys at AX. Swaggity see you guys at AX. Uh, before we get started, I wanted to mention that we are in, I am looking at chat. Thank you guys for joining us. Lola Terica, you the best. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, Inky Couture, hi. How are you? Inky Couture. Welcome. What does Inky Ooh. Couture mean? Could be inky. anything. Um, it's Inky, so probably ink. And uh, couture, which uh, is fancy speak for fashion mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Lala's Erica just complimented Niku Chan's lashes. She said they're on fleek. Yeah, they are. They're quite on fleek. We doubled up. We yeah, stacked seriously. them. Lashes. We did stack them with the sharpie that we used. Yeah. She's also wearing circle lenses. It looks like. 
No, those are her sure. natural those eyes. Are her natural eyes. How dare you? Oh, How, yeah, dare. How dare they're you? Just so, they're just so unbelievable. You she see, like, is 100% Kobe beef, dude. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, man. She's high class. She's a yeah. high class girl that she's deserves high a high class, class man. All right, guys. Girl. Let's get into At the... least Angus beef. So let's go ahead and get into the meat of this episode. Oh! <laughs> oh guys, it keeps happening. Oh, we are great. This is not what I signed up we for. We are <laughs> all great. All right, so Koe no Katachi, or the English title, A Silent, Silent voice. voice. Right, which but doesn't mean what the title no, says at it's, all. No, uh, in Japanese, it's what? The, the, the shape of voice. voice, right? The shape of voice. Um, yeah. I think it's... When you say katachi, it does literally mean shape, but you can say katachi about a lot of things. It doesn't mean... It's like more of a metaphor about mm-hmm. like your life and shit. So you can say like... Maybe like you're making a program. Oh, the... the like you would say like oh the the way it's turning out or the way it's been made is a certain is like you know a certain way like right. how it seems so it could be like the way your voice seems or something as well okay <laughs> oh interesting oh, yeah okay. I, I, that was lesson. A, little, a little confusing because they definitely have the English title in the silent anime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah in the anime which is not a silent voice at all yeah um, but I think they kept trying to say that like it's something because you, you wouldn't say that a voice has a shape because it's something you can't see. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they're trying to just pull on right. a metaphor that a voice can't really be silent. Yeah. I actually thought that was a beautiful way of putting it, the shape of the, the yeah. silence or whatever. Yeah, because um, the metaphor does work in English as well. Yeah. Yes, but just like a very quick intro. Just I like here. real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so this movie beat out your name for the anime of the year at the Tokyo Anime Awards Which is this year. Insane. Which, which is in, which is insane. It unfortunately was not as popular as, as your name, as your name <laughs> mm. in terms of at least the American viewing. But yeah, mm. yeah in, I mean, we'll get into it. We'll get yes. into it. But we so, agree for the so most part. Some background on this: uh, it's a Japanese slice of life drama based on the manga of the same name by Yoshitoki Oima. I don't know what else she's done. There was nothing on her in Wikipedia. <laughs> God, we were the, <laughs> we're the best worst. talk show about anime in the world, um, guys. The anime is we directed. <laughs> the anime is directed by Naoko Yamada, who did Kaon and Tamako Market, and written by. Oh, oh I love oh, Tamako Market. It's very like slice of life heavy. Oh, um, that's why it looked kind of like Kaon. I was like, this yep. looks familiar. Mm-hmm. And what it is, is it? also written by the writer who did Kaon. And Yawamushi Petal, oh. I believe the movie, mm-hmm. and um, Majestic Prince and Non Non Biori. Most of which, <laughs> all of those, those <laughs> except for Majestic Prince, are all slice of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So slice of life happy. Um, the story focuses on themes such themes such as bullying, hearing disabilities, social responsibility when witnessing these things occur, and redemption. Um, the background is Shoya Ishida, a former delinquent. Um, who was an elementary school kid, by the way? How is he a delinquent? Uh, <laughs> there's a lot yeah, of, in Japan, yeah. in, in Japanese anime, there's a lot of this, like, yo, that shit you did at elementary school is going to fuck you over the rest of your life. And I'm like, I don't think it was that important, guys. Yeah. Like, I don't think this carries through yeah, high, like, high school. He said it was in sixth grade. So it was, it like was in sort middle of a, school. Well, he says that he's in sixth grade. And then I'm, I'm assuming if that system works just like how American system works, it's like. So six, seven, and then it goes to eight, nine, ten is high school, I believe. Yeah. So, so it's grade eight, eight, eight and ten. Yeah. He's so in elementary school. Okay, so he's transitioning into middle school. Middle school. Mm. Which I actually honestly don't believe that. Yeah, no, that that is a little ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he did he did some fucked up stuff. But. Yes. But it's hard to believe that it would affect him so much that long, it's honestly. Like, yeah. 
to me, it's equivalent of when people are like, that's going to go on your permanent record. Who fucking reads that shit? <laughs> Where yeah. is this permanent record, guys? <laughs> Where is that permanent record now? Um, anyways, so what happens is Shoko, the deaf other protagonist, transfers into his class. And main character, main character. That's like yeah, yeah, main, main character yeah. girl. Uh, and Shoya leads the bullying of her, um, bullying of the entire classroom on Shoko uh, because she is deaf. Uh, most of the teachers and other classmates turn a blind eye um, until he basically rips one of her uh, hearing aids out and yeah. causes her to bleed. And at that point, the whole classroom turns on him and Shoko and him get into a fight and then she soon transfers out. Yep. That is the That's a short version. That's a short version. Are we going to do that thing where we say, like, from here, spoilers or no? Yeah. We're not going to bother. Yes. So uh, this yeah, movie, spoilers. we should say spoilers. I mean, this movie is technically, it, it is out for viewing, right? Uh, U.S. Uh, I couldn't find any information about the U.S. viewing. I did find uh, it has been licensed in the U.K. Um, by... Oh, they're just not oh, in here um, anymore? Anime yeah. Limited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. From yep. the U.K. Uh, and it comes is... out on the 22nd... Wait, it says you can purchase the digital... Oh, okay. Only yeah. U.K. But it, it's, yeah, so... Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess it came out on the 22nd of May. So, technically, it must be out somewhere if you yes. can't find it, it obviously. It it's not licensed for America yet, yeah. I don't believe. It, it's on the internet it's, somewhere. Yeah. It's on its way to being licensed in America, yeah. I believe. I think when I saw it, it was probably later this year, probably the fall. It did, however, come out in Japan last spring, I believe. And I'm not saying that you should do this, nor take my example, or not support the people that actually make this. And when the Blu-ray comes out... You best get it. But it's also on YouTube. I watched it on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) But you should definitely support it when it does come out. Um, Yes. But if you are curious and want to watch it just to see how it is, uh, it's on YouTube. I would say do watch it now before it gets licensed. And then once it does get licensed, give it a lot of love because it deserves a lot of love. It is definitely a great movie. But yes, from this point on, there will be hecka spoilers. Hecka spoilers. Hecka spoilers. Uh, decahedron amount of spoilers. Yes. I'm trying to Google who's who's responsible for licensing this. I'm <laughs> just just ignore me. Just don't don't okay, put the camera we're on me. Ignoring <laughs> so basically, the movie opens up with Shoya uh, contemplating suicide by jumping off the bridge. Uh, the setting is actually based in the author's hometown, which is surrounded mm. by a river. Oh, it's a real place? Uh, yeah, it's based on, on her hometown. Oh, oh there are a lot of koi there? Because it seems yes. like this river is full of koi. Full of goddamn yeah, koi. Well, that river, they build like everything around it, and that's why there's oh. water everywhere. Um, that's pretty cool. That's a pretty dope place to but live. Yeah, at this point, is in high school. He's kind of been an outcast most of, li- of his life, and he's trying to basically make up for his past misdeeds as a sixth grader. He's worked multiple jobs so he can pay back his mom for all the hearing aids. It was like a million yen, right? Yeah, it was right? a bajillion dollars. It was like, they literally, it was like a million yen. So it was a like, million yen it's like is $10,000-ish. About- no, yeah. I guess it's double that. Uh, but depending on the exchange rate, it'd yeah. be like a yeah. little, like $15,000. Yeah. He basically, when he when they're in sixth grade, he destroys eight of her hearing aids. Which yeah. are really, really expensive. I, I don't know, actually, though, because Japanese health care is like real good. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But, um, I mean, I feel like hearing aids are pretty expensive, but they're not... Yeah. Uh, I mean, I it guess was it eight of them. Up. It was eight of them. But I think, I I think like it was. I think it was yeah. eight of them plus like apology money. Yeah. Because uh, he injured her. You right. know? So, and I think what they don't show in the anime, well, they hint at it, is that uh, in the manga, basically his mom, when she's apologizing to Shoko's mom, lets the mom rip out her earring. 
Oh, not. I'm assuming that like, she slapped her so hard that it no, because she out had ear. They made yeah, a point they, of showing that she has long ear. earrings, yeah. and then when yeah. she goes to get um, shot. Show show you again at the end. After that, um, you just see that she's only bleeding from the ears, and it's on her shirt. No, yeah. it's, it's only one ear. Yeah, it's oh, only okay. one ear. So, oh. so what I thought was that she just got slapped so hard that like oh, one of the ears maybe, came yeah. off. Because yeah. that, that lady loves fucking slapping. Holy shit! I think, yeah, uh, I think, yeah, she does. She sure did. Shoko's mom loves to slap. <laughs> she slapped the shit. Out of yeah. She slaps like three or four times in this movie alone. Well, I mean, <laughs> who knows how much slapping is going on behind the scenes? That's like a singular <laughs> incident, though. But then there's a there's a part where she gets in a fight with another girl, and she, she slaps the girl. Yeah. No, she slaps uh, Shoya again. Yep. Yeah, she slaps Shoya. She, she, she all about she that slaps show. Slaps a bunch of times. Oh yeah. yeah, she had it coming. Her character yeah. is, is is very is barely defined though. She's it's just kind of like a. But I feel like it's most mother. understandable though. It's oh, like absolutely. Yeah, a mother, but, <laughs> a single mother going through all this. But it, it's also interesting to think that. This is just her whole purpose in this is to go around slapping people at opportune <laughs> yeah. times. As, like, we, as they call it, the binta binta means slap in Japanese, so the, the, binta, binta, the binta machine. machine. <laughs> <laughs> the binta machine. She's oh not even God, like a I main character. So I don't know we're harping on this, but yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, so the the main theme obviously is bullying. Um, mm-hmm. Just some statistics on that I read. Uh, so if you don't know, bullying in Japan is an incredibly huge problem that continues to grow. Mm. Um, I looked up the stats, and it's kind of harrowing. So the the suicide age of the of kids is anywhere from ten to nineteen. It's a pretty high rate. Uh, most of the girls who kill themselves are between the ages of 15 to 30. The highest rate statistically of people who kill themselves is men in their middle in their like middle age mm-hmm. men mm-hmm. Uh, and men are two times likely to kill themselves mm. um, especially after a divorce. It's, it's crazy. Um, so Japan has definitely dumped a lot of money into kind of accurately reporting this because I think when I was reading it, a lot of them felt like it came out of nowhere after the 90s yeah. and then so they kind of invested in invest, invested a lot of money in having schools and just people report it. But a lot of parents feel like just having schools report it is not really actually solving the problem because they're not actually... In free and, like, yeah, enforcing not, punishment yeah, for it. And mm-hmm. they're definitely not training their faculty or teachers to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the the way that they have dealt with it is when somebody is found out to have been bullied, the school won't publicize it because they feel like kids won't come back to that school because something's wrong with the school. So instead, they have all the people who bully this kid pay for their moving expenses. The usual case is that everybody pays to get this kid moved and transferred, and it's very quiet. They never mention it. Yeah. So it's it's pretty sad. It's also, you know, like, sometimes you wonder, for all the tropes that you see in anime, especially with bullying, like, it must be a prevalent thing to the point where, like, it has become a trope, you know? Like, yeah. every every sad backstory between someone that, like, is a hikimori, hikimori, like, is usually because of bullying. Mm-hmm. Or it's, like, the girls that committed suicide, it's because of bullying. Like, mm-hmm. that is a super, super used trope and stuff. Yeah. And then you have to wonder, like, you know, there's... The idea of tropes is, like, it's this sort of common... Uh, societal theme, right? Mm-hmm. Like the fact that that is so prevalent, and I've, I feel like I see it in every like it doesn't matter what anime it is. Like it could be like a fantasy with dragons or like robots or whatever. But there's always bullying. Yeah, involved. and the bullying is like when I first started seeing bullying. Or, I don't know, maybe not first, but when I was seeing bullying in anime, I remember just thinking like, yo, like in America we got guns and shit. So this is like weird, like because the bullying is like 
taking your shoes and like like hot, like stealing your because when you go into school in Japan, you change out of yeah. your, your outside shoes into your inside shoes. So people would steal your outside shoes, so you'd have to either walk home barefoot or just not walk home. But yeah. I'm like, just wear your inside shoes; it's fine. Um, but like, like just little stuff or vandalizing your desk it's or like, writing mean things on the board. So it seems very childish to us. Yeah. Like, yo, that shit's dumb. Like, just let it roll off your back because no one beat the shit out of you. But I think it's more except when they do beat the shit out of you, right? Yeah. Which, which, happens, which happens too. But I think it's a little more. It's a little more rare than the psychological yeah. stuff. The problem is that the psychological stuff is more likely to make someone want to kill themselves. I think. Yeah. A, I think an outwardly violent thing is more like okay, we need to fix this, and you would kind of have a more, maybe a stronger reaction to it. This is just oh. me. I don't, I'm not a psychologist. I'm just guessing. But the fact that all this stuff is so little, like, okay, now we're all going to ignore him, and anytime he says anything, we're mm-hmm. all just going to not pretend like he doesn't exist. If you're yeah. a kid, that's going to super fuck you up. Yeah. So I, the study that I was reading about just kind of in preparation for this is actually that, like, like Michelle said, it's a lot of the psychological. In Japan, the difference between bullying in the West is, like, it's usually done by a small group, one or two people bullying another person, oh. and it's easy to break up. But in Japan, because everything's done in a collective, when they decide to bully you, it's usually a class. And the general mentality is that that person is being bullied because they're standing out. Because if they tried harder to fit in, this, is, this would not happen. It's mm-hmm. somehow their fault for being different and not fitting into the inward yeah. group and that's right. really where the disconnect happens and I didn't mean to laugh there it's just that I, I'm looking at these cameras now I could just see Niku chan right here and just like maybe this wasn't the, She's the, just the, the series in which we introduced Niku chan she's perfect she's had a um, yeah something I also read is just like because suicide is also a different a theme in this is that like um, I think this is true of Japan and mm-hmm. Asia where it's a very unique stance on suicide because traditionally in a lot of Asian cultures, suicide is not seen as okay, but it's tolerated as a form of like Getting honorably out. killing yeah. yourself mm-hmm. to kind of rid yourself of the shame. And that's why um, now that suicide is on a rise and Japan is kind of finally starting to take notice and say, hey, this is probably a problem, especially because so many of our young are killing themselves. Um, yeah, they need as many young people as they yeah. can at this point. As we so. all know, Japan has a birth rate problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More people are dying than are being born. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it seems like this movie is trying to show, you know, they're showing the bullying that happens. They're showing the consequences of it. Like when someone yeah. gets caught, what happens? In this case, everyone turns on the bullier, the mm-hmm. guy who is bullying. Um, and then it also shows a, a little, you get, a, you get a glimpse into like what the adults are doing with this. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we mentioned about the two parents meeting, uh, Shoya and Shoko's parents mm-hmm. meeting and just the, you know, Shoko's, Shoya's mom getting this shit beaten out of her. And then you'll see the teacher a couple of times. They don't already say anything, but he's very like, <sighs> A lot. Like, he's very, yeah. like, I don't even know what to do with he's this. He's very nonchalant and He's very, like, oh, not again. Like, he can't, like, he's not outwardly being an asshole about it, but you can tell he just doesn't, he's, he's, again, he's not equipped to deal yeah. with this. Yeah. He's just, like, and then the fact that when they, finally, the principal has to come and say, mm-hmm. like, hey, she's missing eight hearing aids, da, 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 who did it? And everyone goes, mm, and then the teacher finally, he, like, snaps, and he hits the wall, and he goes, I know it was, and he says it in a way that a teacher would never speak this way mm-hmm. in a classroom. He's just like, everyone knows it was you, you know, Shoya, like, just admit you did it. And then yeah. that's when he finally does. But, like, the fact that it got to that point is really, it's not something you see in anime very much where the teacher steps in and outwardly says this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. It's very, very rare. Yeah, you know? and I, yeah, I think you have, like, if you look at it from, like, a Western standpoint, I, I feel like a lot of that wouldn't have gotten to that point. Like, if she's missing eight hearing aids, mm-hmm. yeah, somebody's parents would have come in real, real early on, like, not wait till eight, like, eight, and those teachers would have probably gotten 
punished. Like it's mm-hmm. it's something that we're very used to in like the West that doesn't happen in Japan. Yeah, it's it's sort of a, the difference in culture because I feel like the teachers there are are way more regarded as opposed to the teachers here. Where you hear a lot of problems of like parents coming into American schools and be like, you know, like you complain about everything, complain yeah. about everything, basically <laughs> blaming the teacher for for whatever. But mm-hmm. in Japan, it's very much like the reverse of that. You mm-hmm. know, teachers yeah. are revered. Whatever the teacher says goes, and then it's really the parents that apologize, as opposed to you know like it being just a crappy teacher. Mm-hmm. Which obviously this teacher was very crappy. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you don't have to be. Like, he just didn't want to be a teacher, it very much seemed like, you know, because it's just like, even if even if you're seeing that, you sh- you think that any decent human being would just stop it, like, or at least, at least say something to dis- discourage it, you know, just be like, hey, you know, like, chillax, you know, mm-hmm. or do, mm-hmm. say something, but, you know, the whole point is that he says literally nothing, which is... The, this the title point, of the you know? movie, ah. yeah. a silent voice, yeah, teacher. Because he's silence. But what it does it's show, so this is only one very small part. Well, it, it's it's a part of the movie that I think it doesn't take that much like time in yeah. the movie, but it affects them all for like the rest of the movie. Yeah, yeah. The rest even of after they've lives, grown up basically. a little bit. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I mean, ultimately, this story is told from Shoya's point of view, and he starts off initially as the aggressor, and then gets put into a, the role of, like, just an outcast. And yeah. it's ultimately... He's the victim. Yeah, ultimately he becomes the victim. Um, Very quickly, But much of that... But that's much, an anime progression yeah, type deal, So, and again, spoiler but. town. So he bullies her. He gets found out. She leaves. He's ostracized. So he's bullied by the rest of the class. They're all like, oh, yeah. he shouldn't have done that. I said he shouldn't have done that. So it's not on me. Even those people we saw clearly were involved in the bullying mm-hmm. of this girl. Yeah. And then he moves on to, we're calling it middle school, high school. and um, high school. He's high school. High school. Yeah. They're brown uniforms. So when different. all this happens, they're basically 18 at okay. that point. Yeah. So he gets into high school. And then at this but then at this point, he's, and he admits that he's self-punishing himself. He. Mm-hmm. He feels punished by the people around him, and he feels like he doesn't deserve to even be around other people or to talk to them or look them in the eye because everyone has yeah. X's over their face, which yeah. means that he can't look. The, he has to look at the ground, um, and then that's. And then you kind of when you get to that point, you realize, oh, that's what we saw at the beginning of the movie where he's trying to kill himself because he was yeah. just like, yeah. that's it's fine, I'm done. Yeah, um, I think like what I like. I read a bunch of kind of academic reviews of this movie mm-hmm. and its themes and a lot of it I think points to the fact that like there's so many problems with both Shoko and Shoya because neither of them feel like they deserve to be happy they're both punishing themselves like Shoko deals with feeling like all of this bad stuff happens around her because she's deaf even yeah. if she doesn't want to be her only her existence is making everyone unhappy and ultimately it's the reason why she tries to kill herself. Mm-hmm. And Shoya, on the other hand, feels like because he's done, he's basically robbed Shoko of her childhood, he feels like he then must punish himself and, and he's like a bad person who yeah. doesn't deserve happiness. Um, which is tragic. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, but, I mean, but in this movie, up. and again, I kept, because Yume was messaging me while she's watching, she's like, this is so sad, so sad. Next day I watched, I was like, yo, it's sad. But it's no, like, Grave of the Fireflies. There's a happy it's ending. True. It's true. It's not Grave of the Fly- oh, Fireflies. Okay, let's, like, compare that to Grave of the <laughs> what Fireflies. What I'm trying to say is it's sad, but it has a good happy ending. And the way it, it gets does. to that is that, okay, you see these two characters in turmoil. But then, um, you know, for Shoya, he, mm. he's like, I don't deserve happiness. I don't deserve happiness. But then, like, some, like, because he 
has to he's he's he helps this uh, other student out. He becomes his best friend. What's his, what's this guy's, guy's name with the crazy uh, green hair? Nagatsuki. Nagatsuki. Nagatsuki, I think. Yeah, Nagatsuka. 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 So Nagatsuka, he sees this guy getting bullied. He helps him, and then he's like, "I'm your best friend now. Just so you know, I'm your best friend." And he's just like overly friendly, and like he honestly, he really saves him. I think. Yeah. Of anybody yeah. in this movie, he actually starts to save him because in the beginning, like even with him and uh, uh, with Shoko, mm-hmm. like you can tell that like he's still very hesitant. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't yeah. quite know how the, to be friends. He, he puts the effort forward himself. Yeah. And they do kind of jump forward to that really quickly, like, and now I'm going to try to find this girl that I bullied. I'm like, well. The, okay, so <laughs> we can get into it if we have time to, but um, obviously this is based on the manga. Right, yeah. and they skip a bunch of shit. So they skip a crap ton of stuff, mm-hmm. which um, I think they did a pretty good job of getting the core base, but there's a lot yeah. of things that um, I guess you're kind of missing. Like, you don't really get to see the story of the mother because the mother's story is also very interesting, being a single mother, and they very much, like, um, they very much address Mm -hmm. that way more than they do in this. Like, in this one, it just seems like she's just a slap machine, but, like, you know, in the manga... You mean Shoko's mother? Shoko's Shoko's mother, mother, yes. Not Shoya's, okay. I mean, I think both of them... Shoya's mother also has her own thing. So, like, I noticed that the thing that they try to do with, with Shoya, too, is they try to make him relatable along with Shoko because uh-huh. they, they differentiate that his life at home is not conventional for Japanese. Yeah. He's got a single mother. His older sister is married to a black guy. They have a half black child that they're oh, taking I think care he's of. Like, I think he's like Puerto Rican or something. Well, she's She looks real racistly black to be fair. Yeah, no, he's Puerto <laughs> like, Rican or something. It's pretty bad. Um, <laughs> his name is Mar- her mate? Uh, I guess you could... They yeah, never her really mentioned... Yeah, her, her name is Maria, but they never really mentioned it, but they, yeah. it's obvious that she's not full Japanese. <laughs> yeah, when they introduce him, he's like, hello! Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because in, so in the movie, and again, if you look at this as just a film, you, like, so I haven't read the manga, and these two have, but when you look at this as a film, you realize, like, yo, there's, like, what, like, why the fuck, like, whose baby is this? And, they, and, like, way later, they're like, oh, that's my sister's baby. And you're like, oh, where the fuck is your yeah. sister? And, they, and then later yeah. they show, like, just the, his sister's legs. They don't yeah. show her face ever in the movie. And I'm like, wait, whose legs are that? Wait, is his mom his sister? I'm so confused. Like, for a minute, I thought his mom was his sister. Like, I thought yeah. I thought his sister was acting as his mother. In, in the manga, it, they don't actually explain it until the very end either. So uh, in, in It was confusing. It was a weird thing to throw into the movie. Yeah. I think they could have just cut it well, out. Well, the whole point was, like, that he has people that love him. Like, oh, okay, but he can't you know, see it. Yeah, it's just, yeah. there oh. is a very young child that he, regardless of all the crappy things that uh-huh, he's done, uh-huh. still, like, unconditionally loves him. And, like, oh, but getting know. back to Nagatsuka, the reason yeah. I say that, I think, I think ultimately he's the one who saves him, is that, yeah, him, Shoya confronting Shoka about all that stuff is, like, that does save him, too, but... Yeah. He wouldn't have even gotten to talk to her if it yeah. wasn't for yeah, Nagatsuka coming in and be like, "Hey, my friend wants to talk to this girl. Don't fucking block him." Yeah, like yeah. I think, yeah. I think, I think the friend saved him. Really. Yeah. I think like this movie. I, I think what I like about it is that it's relatable, especially like like us. You know, we're all geeks, and we've at some point been kind of misfits and outcasts, and almost like the, the two main characters are obviously outcasts. Yeah. And then you have like Nagatsuka, who whose character I love. He's like. In the manga, he basically lives in a fantasy world, and he's like a crazy otaku. And so, when he gets a chance to be friends with Shoya, he jumps on it, and that's the reason yeah. why because he has no friends. Yeah, so he's it's so sweet, really though. really sweet. But you don't see. I think it's like you see the opposite. So, like Shoya is an outcast who was trying to keep himself as an outcast, mm-hmm. and then Nagatsuka is like an outcast who's been waiting for a chance to mm-hmm. be friends. And right. it's so sweet. It's so sweet. Uh, oh, so you were saying about how mm-hmm. why Shoya all of a sudden like wanted to be friends with Shoku? It's actually 
in the manga, the way that they explain it is like that is the last loose end that he has to tie before he does kill himself. Oh God! Oh, so basically, what happens is like he kind of he what he was trying to do was basically give her the the notebook and apologize and then leave. But oh. then he ends up being like. You know, couldn't do doing it. Doing all those things, like, oh, let's be friends. Is it okay if I see oh, you again? Mm-hmm. And so, like, it instead of it being that, like, you see him be like, why did I do that? I have no clue why I so did that. So in the manga, when does he try to kill himself? Well, he, he basically, he tries to kill himself right after that, but what happens is his mom finds out. Mm-hmm. And mom finds out. Okay, because in the movie, they, sw- like, the movie they switched uh-huh. the order. Yeah. In the movie, he tries to they kill start himself, off the, and yeah. then he goes and talks to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it it's basically like, wait, yeah, no, that's, that's mm-hmm. exactly what happens. Uh, but yeah, that was the reason it seems so very like mm-hmm. oh why are, why do you want to just be friends with her all of a sudden yeah. it's really just like okay. I'm just trying to tie up loose ends. I mean to be fair the movie's gonna like push this shit along. Yeah, okay, like let's get yeah. them let's get them together again and then let's yeah I mean it's figure it's, it out. And then the most interesting stuff to me that happens in this movie, I mean the, the sad stuff is the bullying, but like the mm-hmm. most interesting stuff is that once all these friends from that era come mm-hmm. back together yeah. again, when they have that big fight is they have a big fight. And this is not really a spoiler. They just have a fight. But in this fight, they call out each other's shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in this fight, everyone's wrong, but um, Shoya just tries to, he just sits there and tries to t- absorb all the blame. Mm-hmm. And everyone's not satisfied with that. Yeah. Oh, no, no, Shoya doesn't take the blame Well, he tries to take the blame. He, he, try, like, he starts out the conversation like, it's me, I'm the bad one. And then everyone's like, yeah, you did this, you did this. And he's like, you know what, fuck you, just get out of here. Like, he just he doesn't yeah. accept that anyone else has any blame. He wants them to yeah. get out of there. His character's a little bit different in this movie, too. Because mm. in the manga, the reason that he can't see people isn't because he feels bad, but because he doesn't trust anyone. So he actually, yeah, yeah his whole thing is like, you know, because he the his friends, who he thought was friends, betrayed him, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, oh, he just, he nice. basically just assumes that everyone is kind of a shitty person. Mm-hmm. And so those exes are like, these are people... That, that I, I can't trust. That I can't trust. Oh, yeah. that's like me. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's that's why it's a little yeah. bit different. In this, he's a way more sympathetic character. Mm-hmm. In the other one, he's still kind of a jerk. Like, but he's starting to like grow into being a better person. Um, and I mean, I don't know. It's it's hard to say because like the portrayal of him is still relatively accurate. And I would have to say for a movie, it only being two hours, like. He is a very sympathetic character because totally. you, you know it's like you can very much tell that like he's just trying to do. Yeah, right. I think anyone can can really, I guess, sympathize with feeling like an outcast and feeling like you kind of deserve to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think there's a lot of shit out there. Like a lot, there's a lot of movies and comics and stuff out there. Like, oh, just try your hardest and everything, everything will, will everyone will accept you. But there's not a lot of stuff out there that's like. Maybe you feel like you don't deserve that, and yeah. this is what's going to happen to you if you feel that way. So it's I, ca- I think it's a good. You know, representation of depression. Really. I think like the the most interesting angle of this is that like you know we grew up, we're all like the part of the online culture where you know trolling and bullying happens, and it's oh, yeah, the it's immediate true. thing of just like well you're being a bully and that's bad. But nobody ever really takes the time to kind of like what this movie did is kind of like turn it around and say like this is this is what the bully is going through. He's trying to find redemption, but how can he find redemption when he's been labeled up like labeled yeah. a bad, bad person? person yeah. And what's interesting is that because he became a bully not because he really wanted to, you could tell like. He just didn't really care about Shoko when she came yeah. to school. Is because Ueno had a problem with her. Yes, and he was he kind of wanted to impress this girl in his class, and the and then that was the reason he went for it. And I think that's the that's the biggest reason that whenever Ueno shows up again, he's just like fuck. I don't I don't. Every time I yeah. see yeah. you, it reminds me of how bad I was. And but, she's she's a total bitch in the manga yeah. too. And it's like basically what she she does 
is like amplified by at least like twelve times that. There's so many moments in which, but to be fair, she's like the hardline person in this. Like she's she's the one that basically kind of is the most honest about her feelings. Yeah, I think she catapults kind of everything dick. to yeah. to she she's like you know what let's stop fucking around and pretending to be friends. Like we know why we're here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> after that music park scene, and I I re- actually I really I liked her character. I was I yeah. are we talking about characters yet? Where yeah. Are we? yeah. So Where are we? Let's just talk about characters. <laughs> Where so, are we? <laughs> so Ueno to me I I think. On my end, I dislike Ueno. She's not my least favorite, but it's because she's the kind of person that, like, yeah, she's being like, oh, yeah, we don't get along, so let's not be friends. But she's very not very honest about her own actual personal feelings uh-huh. of, like, why do you have a problem with this girl? Mm-hmm. And, like, she's the only one that actually out of the group doesn't try to change. Yeah. So, like, you have, like, Shoya, who's trying to find redemption. Shoko, who's trying to still, like, reach out into the world. You have, like, Sahara, who's trying to, like, not let other people influence her too much. You have the the pretty guy, whatever his name is. Who no one remembers who he is. His name starts with an M. He had um, red hair, so you're like you're not a main character. Mika No one knows. Yeah. Anyway, he's actually the one dude that has no faults in this. Like he's just the guy that wanted to be friends. He just showed up. So in the movie, like he just kind of shows up. But in the manga, he's much more like, oh, I was bullied as a kid, and now I have this like strong sense of justice. Yeah. But also, he's a device for Kawaii. Who yes. is uh, who is the girl with the braids? And so the reason that she changed her hairstyle, which you don't know it's about, she is likes because him. she likes him. I mean, you and can't so pick that up. About yeah. <laughs> so, in, in a weird way, it's like you know she's trying to impress him by doing all these things and being nice. But then her, you know, like her thing is like I didn't bully anyone. I'm you know I'm the victim here. Yeah. I just went with it or whatever. Like and he then, made me do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then towards the end, uh, the one thing that they don't cover is when she's making those cranes. Um, the reason that she, like, starts crying and is just back to normal, basically, is because, like, all the other girls around her is basically shit-talker and is like, Mm -hmm. oh, she just wants to do this to get good favor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like she, you know, that's her revelation of, like, oh... Maybe I'm not the victim. Like, I did those things. It's time to, like, own up to them type yeah. deal. So. To me, Kawhi is the worst character. She's the worst. She's the worst. <laughs> she's she's like, the worst. we don't mean human. worst written. We mean, no, like, she's as like a, a person. She's a terrible person. She's yeah. narcissistic and selfish, and she absolutely is the... She's basically complicit by being a bystander and taking part in the bullying by, by not having active roles. So if yeah. Ueno was picking on her, she would laugh and she would basically agree and talk shit about all these yeah. other girls. But when it comes down to the blame, she's the one that, like, why would you accuse me of that? I'm And she starts yeah. crying. Yeah, she, she actively deflects. And then turns everyone else against the person accusing yeah. her. Yeah. She's basically, what I hate the most is, like, she's, like, She's always the victim of she's, she's basically self-victimizing herself. She's yeah. never the aggressor. She's always the victim. Which is usually the worst aggressor. And guys, I don't mean to get too real on you, but if you live in the world of adults, like, you know somebody like this. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, like, annoying yeah. as a fuck. You know somebody who's like, well, I don't cause drama. Drama just yeah. happens around me. Well, it's happening around you because of reason. I think that's yeah. why her as a character is, is very well written because she exists in the mm-hmm. world and she's a terrible person. All of these characters, yeah. I think... Um, Jesus, I mean, let's not talk about let's not talk about a guy with red hair. We don't know his yeah. name, but um, let's talk about Sahara. Even Sahara-san. So Sahara is the girl that in elementary school she was after after everyone started bullying. Um, uh, say, uh, uh, Shoko. 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 I'm <laughs> names. Most people start bullying Shoko. She's the only one who's like, oh, I'll learn, I'll learn uh, sign language, language yeah, to I'll, communicate yeah. with her, and she tries for a little bit, but then 
in the end, like, just suddenly, she, she, for no reason, she's just gone, and we don't ever hear a re- real reason why, but they find her again when they're, like, grown up, 18, and um, she is, to me, she's realistic, too. She she's, tries. I feel like she's the most normal, because yeah. the whole thing is, the reason that she left was because she was afraid of being bullied herself. Yeah, it's, yeah. The, it's the peer pressure of having a whole, so when you're a kid, and your whole society is just your classroom, that's yeah. all mm-hmm. everyone was like to be a kid uh, everyone was just like Ugh, she sucks she sucks why are you hanging out with her and she's like I can't deal with this and she because of the yeah, pressure she left so she represents I think each character in this friend group represents like a part of society that acts a certain way yeah. mm-hmm. um, and for her she ran away and I don't think I don't think she's portrayed bad necessarily mm-hmm. because like in the end um, you know Shoko wants to see her again like she yeah. she appreciates that and she wants to see her and you know, she does run away again kind of during the fight, but then she comes back and she's like, I don't, I just, I'm not strong enough to do this stuff. I mm-hmm. want to help you, but I don't know what to do. And I think it's a very real feeling that a lot of people have yeah. big problems, mm-hmm. you know? They're like, I want to help you, but mm, this but, is scary. Yeah, like, I don't have the courage to handle this shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, I mean, God, the the writing in this, especially for the two-hour two condensed movie, if you if you want the full experience, read the manga. Yeah, the, read manga the manga is, he's excellent it's so good mm-hmm. um there's a big chunk of stuff that they miss here oh and go read the manga guys on Crunchyroll. <laughs> yeah, uh, the the actual like there's a whole part of where they actually make a movie they're, they're so like all of this tension kind of seems like a little forced but maybe just because of the way that they cut everything together and the pacing like it works out in the movie but if you just like kind of pull it apart there isn't really much of like what created all this tension to begin with and it's because they start making this movie for the festival uh for the for the school that festival. It, yes. um, movie ends um, and so that's why when you see him he has a shirt that says hollywood and he has the little mustache the mustache mm. wasn't for luck the mustache was because he wanted to look like a director that makes so much more sense oh. yeah. so um. yeah okay so it's the result of trying to make a movie and they all fucked it, up it's basically they fight. all they all kind of like so the thing that she says that she ruins in mm-hmm. this is not this gathering of friends. It's basically she she thinks that she ruins the movie because she exists. Mm-hmm. And then all of the progression after that is still the same. Mm-hmm. But basically it's like what the the way that she fixes it in the manga is like sh- they, they basically finish the movie. And then mm-hmm. all this other stuff happens, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's a big part. Um, and they develop the characters a lot because while they're making the movie you see that they also have, like, different talents that they're kind of ashamed of. Like, uh, Sahara is is very tall, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, she her whole story is, like, she's very shy, but then she ends up becoming a model. And then Ueno is pretty good, even though she's a bitch, uh, at <laughs> sewing. And so she starts making costumes for, for the wardrobe. So, mm-hmm. you know, everyone kind of, like, uh, finds their role as people, too, and mm-hmm. they just develop the characters just that so much. So just read the manga. Yeah. And just also read the manga. Read the manga. But yeah. um, the thing that I have to give this movie credit for is that it has a lot of visuals that can that invoke a lot of really good feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, God, we didn't even get into the fucking sound direction. Of, sorry. Oh, yeah. 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 The sound direction of this movie is amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really, really good. Their choice they, of music is very interesting. I think the choice of music and the choice of when to kind of have no sound or just yeah. like, like om- ambient yeah. noise. Yeah. Yeah. Ambiance. As you say, ambiance. <laughs> It, it, I think it was very, very good sound direction. Um, yeah. yeah, so we've only got a couple of minutes left, so let's go into favorite moments in this movie. Oh, no. Michelle? Um, I just, this is dumb, but I like the opening a lot. So you, the mm. opening, well, when I say like, I mean, I think it was the strongest thing, the strongest feeling I got from it. You see, um, you see Shoya attempting to commit suicide, this really sad shit. He's like, he has a calendar. Uh, okay, last day at work, give money 
you know, pay back the money to my mother, like, do this, do that. And then it says last day. And he tries to kill himself, but he doesn't because he sees some fireworks happening in the Or he sees some kids in the pond. He sees some kids in a pond and makes him feel like he shouldn't kill himself. (laughs) And then, like, the dichotomy of that, and then as soon as that finishes, they cut to, like, this really, really happy music. It's, um... My Generation by The Who, you probably know it. My mm-hmm. Generation. Uh, and it's really cute because it's like him as like as like a, like a small, a younger kid, hanging out with his friends, catching bugs, just going around town, being cool, having lots of friends. And that dichotomy, because you start with the bad stuff first, it really shows you that you're in for a goddamn ride because mm-hmm. it shows you that, yeah, this is, this is what he used to be like. And then we showed you what he's like now. How did he get to that? Mm, you're going to find out. It's going to be real sad. I think that gave me a really strong impression. Um... A lot of anime movies start with a weird opening, like an opening sequence mm-hmm. where they just spoil the whole fucking movie for you, and I hate yeah. that shit. They act like it's an anime like episode, and so they give you like an opening sequence, and usually it spoils everything. But this one was you mean, like, like your name is that what you're trying to say? It's like your name because your name, name just like shows you the whole plot in like five seconds. You're like, why did you show me that? Yeah. <laughs> so I really hate that about anime movies. But in this case, they just were like, yeah, we're gonna just show you some shit. It's gonna get you real prepped for being sad and like get mm-hmm. ready. And I just I think that was the strongest part of this movie for me. Max. Um, actually, I, I, mine, my favorite part is basically your favorite part, which is the ending. I thought the ending was really well done. I actually, I, I want you to talk about it, and then I have one, one last discussion <laughs> okay. topic, so. So I wrote, oh Jesus, the ending <laughs> where is looking around, him and crying, uh, and feeling like it's okay to want to be happy with his life. That part, like, I, I mean, I was crying most of this movie, but that yeah. part, I was just sitting at home, like, bawling by myself at that point. Just because, like, all the X's fall off of everyone's yeah. faces, and the music is really pretty. He's kind of, like, kind of letting go, I feel like, of all of this emotion that he's been, like, unworthiness that he's been holding on to. Yeah. And also, it's very beautifully animated. You just see, it's, like, these, like, petals uh, in this great festival. Everything is super colorful. Mm-hmm. And all these X's organically fall off like they were, like, bandages or something. Mm-hmm. Like, right up. Like, of, of this whole crowd of people. And it's just, like, the and he just starts crying. Like, yeah. he just starts yeah. bawling right in the yeah. middle of the festival. And it, he starts starting to, like, flashback and all of the, his friends that, love, that basically love him. And it's, like, just really a beautiful way to end the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, speaking of the movie... Speaking of the way. I just wanted to discuss this because I feel like this is a very important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like this movie deserves to the award more than your name? Which award? Uh, the, the anime of the, the year. Anime of the year. I think it's a very difficult thing to even make, you know, there's like a best movie category. How the fuck do you compare Mm -hmm. genres? Like, people say anime is a genre. It's not. It's a medium in which you make tell stories. In this case, this is a completely non-fantastical world where everything is real. It's a commentary. It's a commentary on society, on people and problems in Japan. And then you look at a movie like Your Name, and that's a movie about, like, just love, love. just love more and shit. Like, just... Just, like, be honest with yourself, Udesu, and, like, Gambare, and, like, that's a whole thing that I love, generations I've loved for years, but it's a totally different goddamn movie. Like, it's, mm-hmm. people don't like serious movies because they're serious, and I think that there's a reason it didn't win yeah. awards. I don't know which, I think those are two categories. I, I like both of these movies in their category of, I always say this, Yeah, because I think anime. this is more, like, slice-of-life drama than sure. it is, like, fantastical It's like, love. hey, you want to learn some shit about how you are? Mm-hmm. Watch this. As opposed to, like, Your Name, which is, like, Yo, you just want to cry a lot because you feel bad about these people who are trying real hard? Watch this. But no? I mean, it, it's also like, but, you know, there's a certain aspect of, like, what, if we're trying to 
take this medium into a place of actual seriousness to where you're like, hey, this isn't just a cartoon. This is definitely the best example of it just being a medium in which people can take seriously. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I mean. I mean. It's like when you're comparing like a Star Wars to like the notebook like what the fuck like how do you compare those two yeah. like yeah, one wins absolutely. the award for sure but I don't think that I don't like that means it, it means uh, I don't anything. think it, I think they're both beautiful in their own way but yeah. I like them that, both a lot yeah, yeah the thing that impressed me about uh, this though was that in terms of like animation it's obviously a little less than your name but it doesn't ever really shine like mm-hmm. it's always beautiful the way that it's directed is beautiful as well and you kind of have to give those skills uh, I guess its own kind of, like, even playing field. Mm -hmm. And if I actually had to think of one, I have to say that uh, this movie is better than your name in that aspect. I I would agree. Because the storytelling, like, yeah, there's really good, beautiful elements to it, but then the way that this uses, uh, like, the actual frames themselves and the color and, you know, everything feels like it has a meaning and it evokes a crap ton of emotion, Mm -hmm. which... I feel like your name doesn't really do as well, so that's why I kind of have to yeah. give it to this. They both use fireworks, but yeah. only one of them. Yeah, and I mean, just to, just to add to Max, I feel like it's like I agree. Like I, I wouldn't have said that I love this more than your name until I watched this um, yeah. because I love your name. I've seen it a bajillion times, um, but I think the human aspect and the social aspect of this really drives the story, and the story is so much stronger than your name. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with you with the story parts, but I think it's like when you're comparing apples and oranges, yeah. it's really hard to be like, this yeah. is better. They're both very different. It comes down to personal preferences. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's more important to make stories about, like, life and changes in, like, society. Mm-hmm. I had this argument today on my Twitch stream with somebody else. Because they were like, <laughs> no, Dragon Ball is the best thing. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, you know there's, like, anime that just talks about, like, Actual fucking, lines, like, fucking, like, yeah. real life, right? Like, like, like real yeah. things you can commentate, like, <laughs> like, things you'll study in the future yeah. in, like, an academic college. Like, this is, Fucking Dragon Ball guys, yeah, I feel so. like killing me. <laughs> I feel like this. If you, if they could do a live action version of this, would probably translate translate better than your name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's the thing. This is, I think, it's also the idea that because they've used this premise of like someone mm-hmm. with disabilities as well, mm-hmm. and to actually portray them as is being human, yeah. which is very hard. They're yeah, not, they don't. They're dwell not too their much disability. The, yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Which, uh, which once again, in a technical aspect, to be able to show that through animation which is very much exposition-based, you have to give it tons of credit. Tons I of agree. credit. What do you think, Niku-chan? I agree. I agree with all this shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Okay. Oh, no. It sounds like you booed her mouth. <laughs> all right, guys. That's all the time we have Yay! this week. Yeah. Um, we highly recommend this movie yeah. if you haven't highly, seen yeah. it. Highly, um, highly recommend. And so you should find it. Uh, next week, we will not be on because of the 4th of July Vacation. 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 But we will see you guys at AX, hopefully. And we will be back the week after. Thanks again, guys. Yeah. I am Human Human Warlock. And you can (laughs) find me everywhere on the internet, Human Warlock. And I'm Maxwell Salt. You can find me at Max Salt on the everything. I'm Michelle Chubby Bunny. You can find me everywhere on the internet at I am Chubby Bunny. And this is Niku Chan. She will Niku-chan. have her own interweb soon. And Niku Chan. No, that's not taken. That's taken. It's probably gonna be what? like something, something like uh, uh, Niku Chan. We'll think about it later. We'll right. think about it later. Yes. Fancy Thanks needs. for tuning in, guys. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys sometime. Ciao. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed here are those of the hosts only. do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.